Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Fibber McGee and Molly Show. NBC and Papermate Send present Fibber McGee and Molly Transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutton. Fibber and Molly in just a moment. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention, please. I've got $100. 100 genuine United States dollars. And they're yours for a mere 75. Suppose you heard an offer like that. You'd jump at it fast, wouldn't you? So would I. Well, that's the very offer I'm making you today. I'm promising you a guaranteed return of $4 for every $3 you invest. And all you do is buy United States savings bonds. The improved Series E savings bond is the biggest moneymaker yet. Not only does it mature in less than 10 years, but it earns 3% interest compounded semi-annually when held to maturity. You'll find that your savings mount up faster than you would have thought possible. So sign up today for the payroll savings plan where you work, or the bond-a-month plan where you bank. You'll feel more secure tomorrow if you buy United States savings bonds today. There's a candid camera fiend loose at 79 Whistle Vista today. He's been loping around the house all morning with a candid camera and a fiendish look crying, Hold it, kiddo. Hold it. Gotcha. Oh, McGee, will you stop snapping my picture every time I turn around? I'll never get this housework done. Well, which is more important, Tootsie? The housework or that 50-buck prize the camera shop has given for the most unusual picture of the week? Look, I've got an idea. Why don't you do the housework and I'll take your picture? That'll be the most unusual snapshot since Mr. Bell took Mr. Howell coming out of the Kodak factory. Hold it, kiddo, hold it. Gotcha. Oh, that was a swell shot, Molly. McGee, will you stop it? My hair is a mess. This kitchen is a mess. Don't take pictures like that. That's the kind of stuff a good photographer wants, Molly. Real-life pictures like that win prizes. Pictures like that get the photographer killed, too. Ah, that one ought to be great. With that stack of dirty dishes in the background, your hair all must, and that dish mop in one hand and the dust rag in the other, that's terrific. I already got a title for it, too. I'm going to call it The Housewife, A Study of American Womanhood in Action. Hmm. Why don't you call it my mama done told me, but I wouldn't listen. <laughs> now, look, you run take the parakeet, or better still, take a nap. I've got work to do. Well, I probably already got the prize-winning picture in all the shots I took this morning, but I'm going to take no chances. I'm going to really saw it up. Good. Saw it upstairs on my sewing machine while no, I... No, no, no. I mean the contest. I got 40 rolls of film and 40 entry blanks, and I'm going to shoot the works. There's two things, of course, that give me an edge in a contest like this, you know. Two things. One, of course, is my natural talent for taking unusual snapshots, of course. I won't argue that, dearie. All your pictures are unusual. Yep. And the other thing that gives me an edge is this terrific camera of mine. This little German anthrax with the F-33 pure glass lens and focus plane shutter. It's the only one of its kind in town. You know that? I'm not surprised. People are getting smarter every year. They don't make these cameras anymore, you see. I got one of the very last ones. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Factory that made the little German anthrax was bombed out during the war. Not a minute too soon, I might add. I've seen the kind of pictures that thing takes, you know. That camera's got off more heads than Henry VIII. Oh, that's not the fault of the camera. Gee whiz, that's the way they develop them. 
Hey, I got another idea. McGee, I've got to get finished here look, now. Look, so. uh, let me get another picture of the American housewife. I've got a great idea. Look, you sit up there on the edge of the sink and run your hands in the dishpan up to the elbows and cross your legs. What? Well, we'll get a little cheesecake into this. We'll give it a title like, oh, like, well, the housewife at work. Or cheesecake and dirty dishes. How's that? McGee, if you end that camera at me again, I'll, 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 uh, hand me that mop. Okay, I'll... okay, okay. I can take a hint. Gee whiz, you think a guy's wife that the guy's knocking himself out trying to win a 50-buck prize that he's going to give it to his wife's clubs if he wins it anyhow, which how can I lose with my talent just because he wants to take a few pictures of her she can help him, wouldn't you? <laughs> well, I'm sorry, lover. I'd like to pose for some more pictures, but I've got a one o'clock appointment at the beauty shop and I don't want to come in late again. It's too confusing. What do you mean, confusing? Well, I always come in in the middle of a conversation. I never know who the girls are talking about. Don't they mention the names again? Very rarely. Oh? Once the leading characters have been established, they start talking in the third person. You know, like, uh, it's uh, she this and she that. Mm -hmm. and my dear, I don't know how she stands that husband of hers. Mm -hmm. Why don't you ask Madame Bertha who they're talking about? Well, I'm afraid it might be me. You see what you mean. That joint ought to give each customer a program so they can keep track of the players. Well, I'll just have to finish this kitchen when I get back. Better get my hat and run. You know how long you have to wait for that 14th Street bus. Bus? You going on the bus? Yes, and I better rush. I'll be back about 3.30. Hold it, Molly. Hold it. I'll go with you. There's always something unusual happens on that 14th Street bus. I might get just the picture to cop the prize. Well, hurry, will you? Well, I fill my pockets full of film and grab my hat. Last time I rode that bus, a fat lady with a bundle of laundry tried to get on just as an umbrella salesman got off, and boy, oh boy, if I'd have had my little German anthrax camera there, I'd have Red one for the old-timer, black one for Wimp, green one for Teeny, a white one for Miss... What are you doing, McGee, throwing away all Christmas ties? Christmas ties, I should say not. I'm deciding what color paper-made pen I'm going to give everybody for Christmas. That's a wonderful gift idea, dearie. Betcha. Everybody can use a paper-made pen. Your taste in pens is much better than your taste in neckties. That's the idea, Molly. You don't take any chances when you give a paper-made. Why, if bankers approve paper-made and school principals approve paper-made, everybody's bound to approve this gift from old Santa McGee. Yes, and they come in seven different color stylings. And you get a free gift box with every pen. That's right, a free gift box. And you can get the pen and gift box everywhere for only $1.69. That's right. Paper-made pens are sure to solve a lot of gift problems this year, aren't they? You said it, kiddo. Just about everybody that writes would like a paper-made pen. Mm -hmm. Because paper-made can't leak, can't smear, or transfer. And that's guaranteed. So give a gift you know is right. Give paper-made pens. Where is he, anyhow? All the time's not being wasted, Molly. I've been shooting pictures right and left while we're waiting. I got to... Oh, here comes the bus. Well, thank goodness. Mm -hmm. When he opens the door now, you get on fast. This guy just loves to slam the door on people's coats so they can't sneak to the back of the bus without paying my fare. I have two dimes in my change purse, so I'll pay the fare. Save your money, kiddo. I got a gimmick. We can ride free. McGee, you're not going to try flashing that chicken inspector badge again. You know what happened to that. No, no. What? Stop. Step, Give me your arm, Molly. Up you go. Thanks, dearie. I've got the dimes ready. Why don't I just... Hold it. This gimmick of mine works every time now, Molly. I've been using it on this same guy for a week. Watch the doors. Have your fares ready. <sighs> but I'd like to pay our fares, two of them. Well, we'd be happy to have them, sir. Just drop two dimes in the box there. And... Oh, it's you again. Yes, uh, I hate to ask you again, bud, but uh, can you change a $20 bill? 
Seems like I got nothing but a 20 again. If you can't change it... Hold out your hand. Huh? I've been waiting for you, Mac. Hold out your hand. Well, I but gee, what Here's your change. $20 worth in pennies. Yeah, but wait, I don't... Oh. Heavenly day. Give me the 20, mister. That's what I've been trying to tell you, bud. All I got is a 20, but my wife's got two dimes. Drop the dimes in, Molly. Oh, all right. What? So, I don't need your pennies, bud. Here they are back. You dropped the rest of them on the floor. Oh, for the... I ought to... Come on, Molly, let's sit in the back. Hurry up. If I didn't have a schedule to make, I'd bust him right on the rolls. Frankly, I wouldn't blame him if he did, dearie. That was a silly trick to pull. My goodness. It sure was. Nobody's going to put one over on me like that. Well, grab a seat. I'm going back in the back of the bus and take pictures. Yes, why don't you go in the back and pull one for a seat? Molly, you sit here with me. Hello, Dr. Gamble. Glad to see you. Well, 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 if it ain't the big round doctor with the little flat head. Hiya, Lumpy. Sit down, Molly. Thank you, Doctor. Yeah, you can sit on the outside inch and a half of the seat, Molly. The doctor's using the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that really all of you, Fatso? Thought you were holding a blue surge basketball in your lap. Oh, oh McGee, don't talk like that. I'm sorry, Doctor. As a matter of fact, you look lovely today, George. Thank you. Where are you going all dressed up with that white carnation in your buttonhole? Going to be a pallbearer for one of your patients? Again? No, but you're sweet to think so. I'm going to go raise the window and shoot some pictures, Molly. Call me at our stop. All right, dearie. See, you are dressed up, doctor. Yeah, I'm on my way to the library, Molly. Pick up Miss Callahan. Oh? We're going to the Cospa for lunch. The Cospa? Uh-huh. Is that the little place on Oak Street with the candles on the tables and the gypsy violin? That's it. I've been looking forward to this all week. Yeah, I can imagine. They have the greatest triple-decker sandwiches you ever saw. Bacon, cheese, chicken, anchovies. Oh, it's sensational. Oh, how romantic. Say, what's this snapshot routine your little man-child is engaged in? Look at him leaning out the window there. Somebody give him a roll of film? Oh, far from it. You know, he has about $25 invested in film and stuff. There's a contest at the camera shop. Oh, say no more. You have my sympathy, as usual. Thank you, Doctor. I knew you'd understand. I suppose he's shooting everything in sight and making a general test of himself. With hey, I'm getting this... some swell pictures out of that window, Molly. Be careful now. Character studies, mostly. Got a wonderful shot of a guy shaking his fist when we hit that mud puddle at the last corner. Elm Street, Max. Elm Street. I'm glad we don't get off there, McGee. They're tearing up Elm Street, and is it a mess? Ah, it's a sea of mud. I got my car stuck there yesterday. I don't know what this city is thinking of, tearing it up when there are so many... Hey, that woman up front's going to get off at Elm. I better get back to that window. When she steps off into that mud, I'll get a picture that'll be the greatest picture since... You know, he has a great feeling for humanity, that boy. Well, now, when he enters a contest, Doctor, he really goes all out. I mean, it isn't his fault that the lady has to step off in the mud. Elm Street! Watch your step, lady. Look at him back there. If he gets the picture he's trying to, it should be a dandy. Yeah, he wants to win that contest so badly. Hold it, driver. Wait, don't close the door. I'm getting off. Hey, what's the matter, Molly? Lady. Come on. Uh, come on, doctor. Get off with me, will you? McGee just fell out the window. Oh, oh. dear, the poor lad. <laughs> Someone once said that one of the nicest things about growing older was the memories we stored up in our youth. All of our memorable occasions are different, but all of them have one thing in common. They recall pleasure-filled times of days gone by. Every Thursday evening on the NBC radio network, one of show business's greatest entertainers, Eddie Cantor, 
digs deep into his memory book to recall little-known stories about the wonderful entertainers he has known down through the years. And when Eddie tells these stories, you'll be carried away in a nostalgic era of glittering entertainment. So make it a date to join Eddie Cantor for his show business show every week on most stations of the NBC radio network. And in addition to the Eddie Cantor show business show, be sure to listen for the Roy Rogers show with Dale Evans and Pat Brady and for Father Knows Best starring Robert Young in the title role. Thursday is another pleasure-filled night on the NBC radio network. So every week, be sure to set your dial to the station where you hear the familiar three chimes, your invitation to the best in radio entertainment. You had to skip your beauty parlor to bring me home, Molly. That's all right, dearie. I think one more shampoo will get the rest of that mud out of your hair. We'll try it in the morning. Boy, was I a mess. Hey, was Doc Gamble making cracks about me? Was he cracking wise? I couldn't hear with my ears full of mud. No, no, he didn't say a thing. He was too choked up to talk. Did that bus driver laugh at me? I couldn't see with my eyes full of mud. No, he didn't say a thing. He was too busy taking your picture. What? He t- <laughs> Oh, good night. Good night, all. NBC and Papermate Pens have brought you the Fibber McGee and Molly program transcribed with Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble and Joe Kearns as the bus driver. This is John Wald inviting you to be with us again tomorrow night for another visit with Fibber McGee and Molly. Monday's on the NBC Radio Network.